We're holding on Ayn Vavon Beis. The mission is continuing with the subject of what size of object is someone chayivan when he carries it outside of Shemeshus HaYachat or Shemeshus What size does this object have to be in order to be that, that it should be significant and therefore you chayiv? How the setup of Mishnayis is an interesting setup. It, it's, it's not like a full subject in one in one period and then the next period. Rather, one period leads into another subject and then the next period carries on, which basically helps you remember from one period to the other. This period started off with the Lamitas Malachis, and then the Malach, which needed more explanation and more conditions, was carrying from Shusayachat to Shusarabim, starting from the sizes. So that leads you in to the next Patek, which we'll be discussing this subject of, um, of sizes of object when it's considered significant that you're high for carrying. So the first Mishnah which discussed it was discussing animal food. I guess that was the most typical thing you would want to carry out of your house. Your animals are outside. You want to carry them some food. And then the next one was food, the general rule for human food. Then in the next period, we're going to discuss specific foods or things that could be used for food, but could be used for other things as well. Basically, if there's any other usage commonly used with this object, less than the, the, the size used for human consumption, so that, will, that, that smaller size would already make you high. But here we're talking about not the general rule. Hamaitzi Eichlin, one who takes out from Rishusayachit food. So the general rule is Kigri Geres, the size of a dried fig, Chayit. And here, Mitzstarvim Zayim, that all foods can, can join to make up this size of a dried fig. the same exact measurement. But here it makes a lot of sense because, yes, you could eat something, a bit of this and a bit of that and a bit of that. And as long as it adds up to one size, it fills you up the bit that it's needed for just the basic benefit of food. Chutz miklipasam, you do not count their shell or the, even the husk of the grain. Vigarineyem, any seeds, uchtseyem, any, um, what do you call them? The, the piece of wood, the branch on the top. Vesubon. Oh, so before we're talking about um, fr fruit, the peels of fruit, and now we're talking about grains, the suban, that's the thick, um, the thick uh, uh, peel, which when they crush it in the pestle and mortal we mentioned earlier, then it makes it come off. Umursan, that's a thinner one, which after grinding is still there, and they would sift it out with a seed. So... Those things are not counted. You cannot measure when you when you carry it outside. You don't measure the peels or the bran or the anything else is not is not counted. Only the actual food. One one exception which is counted is the pod or whatever the peels of lentils. They cook the lentils with the peels. So though you don't eat it, but it's still useful. They, they, they use it to cook it together. And therefore, it's, 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 it adds up to the shear of carrying. That's what Yehuda holds. And Tanakama argues and says, no, since it's not eaten, we do not count it. Fine. 
Says the Gemara, Musanum Brand does not, or the husk does not, is not included in with. Uh, you cannot uh, add it up to the size of the food. But now we learn to the Mishnah. The shear of chala is, is the size of five quarters of a loop, which means, I'm sorry, five quarters of a calf, which means one and a quarter calf, and a bit more. And that's the size of the oimer, that's the size of a precious chala. Now, if one made, like in our days, whole wheat, if you made a dough with the husk, with the bran, it adds up. It, it makes the measurement of chala. You have to take chala. So we see that the bran does add up to the food. And therefore you have to take chala, taking that into consideration. So how come when you're carrying it on Shabbos, you do not count it? No. A poor man eats his bread, the Isa Blusa, with a mixed dough with whole wheat. And therefore, since the poor man eats it that way, it's food. So you take challah. But on Shabbos, you want to have something important. And since the husk, the bread is not important, so though the poor man will eat it, then he has to take challah. But if a regular person carries it, we do not count it as something significant. And therefore, it doesn't add up to the shear of uh, carrying of agrigars. So that's, again, the Gemara looks at it, that the husk, the bread, is not really edible, only for poor people. And the proper way of eating bread is when it's totally white, totally clear. And, and the, to the extent that he's not even chayim on Shambis for carrying the bread, it's not considered food. It's not considered food. Good. How does it fit with us? Things that, I guess, the nature of our stomach has changed. As they used to say, the people used to have a, a, what do you call it? I don't know. Basically, they used to have an iron stomach and a leather head, leather brain. Today, it switched. People have the leather stomach and the iron brain. Yeah, the brain can handle anything, you can know anything, and you know nothing, and whatever, it's not so delicate. And the stomach is very, very delicate in particular, and has all these different diets. And then whenever they ate what it was, and there was different criteria, what's considered good, and uh, they, they made it all better in life, it seems. So that, that, that was their, their uh, criteria. Fine. Back to what we're saying. Nebi Yehuda Imer, Lentils, their peels are uh, counted because you cook them with, with the peels. It says, Now, what's the exact translation of pulin? It's type of beans. Which beans are they? Huh? Anybody have the translation? It says beans. Beans. Okay. So beans, their peels or their pods will not be counted. Why? There's a price which says that, that beans also, you cook them sometimes with their pods, with their with their, their their peels, and therefore they should also be counted. So how come you only mention lentils? 
says the Gemara Lekashi. If it's fresh beans, then we would count their peels. If it's dried beans, we wouldn't count their peels. Why? Atiki, my time alone. What's wrong with dried beans peels? The peels have black dots once they dry. And then when you're going to cook it with it, it's going to make black dots in the soup. And you won't want to eat the soup because they think there's flies in the soup. So therefore, when it's dry, they throw away the peel. But when it's fresh, they leave the peel. So then, yes, lentils and beans, according to Rabbi Yehuda, their peels are counted because they're cooked with it. Although they're not eaten, but they're cooked with it. And therefore, they count it, they add up to the measurement. Okay. Fine. So we spoke about food in general, the gigeres. You don't add the bran. For challah, you do, but not for carrying. Rabbi Yehuda says that you add the peels of lentils. In a rice, it says beans as well. However, if the beans are dry, you don't you don't count their peels because they don't give a good look to the soup. Fine. Continues the next period in the same idea. Hamoitziyani, one who carries wine. So we'll see soon. All drinks are measured usually by revis, the typical size that a person would drink is a revis. So to wine. The thing is, as we'll see soon, wine in those days. They would not drink just plain wine. They would mix it with water. And as we'll see soon, the typical understanding is that you mix it a quarter of wine and three quarters water. So Hamoyit Siyayim, one who carries wine, when it takes out wine from Rishusha Yochot to Rishusha Rabim, Kedeim Mezigas HaKois, if you have the amount that you would be able to mix with water and then make a proper cup, then you're chay. Cholov, if one carries milk, the amount that you would drink at once. So I guess milk, people take even a smaller drink than, than Revis, and it's also considered something significant. And therefore, even by that size, it's high. How much is it? It's not so clear. One opinion is that it's a cheekful. The amount that you would push to one cheek and you would fill it up, which is like 51% of a Revis. Um, so that's that's uh, that's one opinion, but it's not so clear. Dvash, honey, so it's food, but there are other uses you could do with honey. In those days, they would use honey also as some sort of a cream, as a medicine for animals. When the animals would get bruises from the loads they would carry, they would smear some honey in it to heal it. So there you use less honey than you would use for food. And therefore, since there is such a use as well, so that small amount is also significant. So you have for that as well. The vash could elite in alakosis, the amount that you would put on the on an animal's bruise. Shaman oil again, oil you would use with food, but there's a smaller use you would make with oil, and therefore even less is significant. What is that? Could they aver cotton to smear, as we'll see soon, the pink, the pinky or the toe pinky of an infant, the smallest limb that a person could have. In other words, they would use those days oil to, as a moisturizer. And you could also use it for, a, if you use it for one limb, it's already significant. And the smallest limb possible is the toe pinky of, a, of an infant. So as long as it's it's the, enough uh, oil that you can smear it on the toe, uh, toe, toe pinky and it will be, it will be useful, then it's already something significant. 
Mayim water, again, you drink a revius, but there's also smaller amounts that are significant. What is that? They put an eye patch. They put some water on it. Um, so that's the smallest amount of water that you'd use. Once you have that amount, it's already significant. Any other liquid that all you do with it is drink. Revius. Then the amount is the amount for drinking, which is a revius. Dirty water? Also revius. What do you use dirty water for? We'll see soon. Rabbi Shimon never cool on Biravis. No, no, no. Scratch this whole Mishnah. He says, wine is a Revis and oils are, and, and milk is a Revis and oils are a Revis and honey is a Revis and water is a Revis. Every liquid is a Revis. So, uh, one second. This Mishnah was an old Mishnah. So, in other words, it was a Mishnah that was passed on to Tanoim generations before Rabbi Shimon. Says Rabbi Shimon, I'll tell you what that Mishnah was talking about. This Mishnah that you have recorded, what was it talking about? People that unlikely put aside, unusually, untypically, put aside a small amount and they want it. So we do take your choice in consideration. But unlike we said in the earlier Mishnah, that if you put something aside, even the smallest amount is significant, no. He says, no, this Mishnah that was passed on with small measurements is saying, if you put it aside, it has to be significant for something. And therefore, a quarter of a revise, and the amount to put in a bruise, and amount not to put in a toe pinky, that's enough because it's significant somewhat, somehow, somewhere. But if you put something smaller than that, says Shimon, uh, even if you put it aside, it's nothing. However, Tanakama says, no, if you put aside, anything is okay. And these small shiur must have very So that's the machmikis. Okay. Says the Gemara, Tanam Lunten of Raisa, Kedei Mizigas Kois Yofen. In other words, like this, when the Mishnah tells you, wine enough to mix with water and drink a cup. Which size of a cup? It depends how much wine you want to drink. Even if the wine is a quarter, but how much do you want to drink? You want to say L'chaim? You want to, I don't know what, wash down all the food you had? What do you want to do with the wine? So it's... Uh, it doesn't really help us when you tell us the amount that you could mix with water for which size of a final drinkable wine. So it says, You want to prepare a nice cup. What's that? You want to prepare a cup for bracha, usually that means for benching. Bracha, typically bracha means benching. And you want to bench with a cup of wine. And you have to have a nice cup of wine. It's supposed to wash it out from inside from outside. It's supposed to be nice. And therefore, it's called a nice cup. And how much does it have to have a revis? So you want to have enough wine to prepare a revis. So how much is that? This cup for benching, you have to put in it a quarter of a revius of wine. In order that when you add water to it, then when you add water, then the normal amount that you usually add water, it will, it will add up to be a revius. So that's the measurement that you need, that, that, that you're high for carrying. If it's a quarter of a revius, which then when you add the water, it will be a revius. Okay. 
I don't want to go into the next piece because that will go into a whole long discussion. But basically, um, basically, um, Drav is saying that that uh, that basically that the 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 amount of water you always add is three is three times as much a quarter of wine three quarters of water and then this cheshvan that we said adds up there'll be a machlekes about it Abaya will say no that you do um, um, a third wine and two thirds water so Rabbi holds and also this young but Rabbi holds that the amount of water to wine the, 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 what do you call it the the balance whatever the, the amount of water to wine you put proportion the proportion right Version of water to wine is a quarter of wine and three quarters of water. So to summarize, food, the size of food that's considered significant is a dried fig. No matter how many bits and pieces of food you scratch together, it's the add up the dried fig that's significant. Um, you don't count the peels, the pits, or the bran. Although if a poor man makes whole wheat bread, then he has to take challah from that. That's because he makes the bread like that. But if the regular person is carrying it and the bread is not counted and everybody's not high. Rabbi Huda says that lentils, you do count the peels, their pods, because you cook it with it. In a he says you also count the peels, the pods of beans. But the Mishnah doesn't mention it because if it's dried, you wouldn't cook it with the peels because it'll make black dots and it'll look like flies. Then regarding liquids, so the general rule for liquids or drinkable liquids is a revise, or even for dirty liquids, as we'll see, there is also a revise, with exceptions. Wine is an exception because you mix a quarter of wine to three quarters of water, so a quarter of a revise is enough, which that's the amount that we use for koishal bracha, which is a koishiyofe, koishal benching, which has to be a nice cup. You put in a quarter of a wine, a quarter of a revise of wine, and the rest of water. And that's according to Rava, but that's what we're holding right now. Milk, the amount that you take a sip, let's say a cheekful, because that's something which you do with milk. Honey, besides eating it, you smear it on wounds. It's a much smaller amount of animal wounds. Um, uh, oil, you moisturize the, uh, the, the skin, so you would put it on the smallest limb of a person, the smallest limb of, of an infant. So that's also significant. Water, although you drink, but you also smear it on the eye patch, it's a small amount of water, so it's very significant, that amount. And yeah, those are the exceptions. Reb Shimon says, no, every liquid you only have, you take a revise. All the exceptions are said, although it was an old Mishnah recorded, all those exceptions were said for someone who puts them aside, because Reb Shimon holds, even if you put them aside, they have to be significant. They can't be the smallest amount. So which amount is it? These smaller sizes. But a regular person taking out any liquid says if Shimon is a revise, but then says, no, these smaller measurements were said for everyone. And if someone puts them aside, even the smallest amount is a revise. Okay, good and Shabbos. Uh, and uh, Shabbos.